Hi there. Just a quick message. Join us at daughterofcreation.com, which is where you can sign up with your email to join the community aspect of this podcast. This is where I'll send you a Soulful Sundays newsletter, which has insights, practices, and an extension of the podcast to keep you on track each week. I think this is really important to stay in the frequency of this work, to stay in the healing zone as you're introducing and learning a lot of new concepts. So it is my intention to bring the community together in this way. I hope you'll be part of it. Daughterofcreation.com. We would love to see you over there. Thank you. Hello and welcome to this Emotional Planet series. I am Ayla Skye with Daughter of Creation. Today I have the delight to sit down with Vanessa Smith, who is a, a pragmatic psychic and alignment coach, and she deals with emotions. And what I love about Vanessa and her angle on emotions, why I invited her to the series, is because she's really clear about how our voice creates our, um, our energy. And we haven't spoken about this much. We've gotten a chance to look at the body and a lot of different elements of emotions and how they're held and expressed and cleared. But I'm really excited to get into this conversation. I think I'm going to learn a lot. And she actually has a really amazing free course she's offering at the end for everyone to go deeper. So I always love to highlight those resources. So if this resonates with you, you can take it deeper in your own practice. So thanks for being on the podcast, Vanessa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk with everyone, with you and with everyone that's listening about emotional alchemy and and all of the other like really juicy topics I know we're going to get into. Yes, absolutely. And why do you call it alchemy? Well, because I think we don't realize that there's gold in our emotions. Mm-hmm. Our, our emotions are really this internal guide. And I think, um, or what I've, what I've experienced both personally and then in my professional work is how when we don't allow ourselves to to really see emotions as the guide that they are and we allow something to go unspoken, that's when we get stuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's when people seek out, you know, people like coaches or psychics is when they feel stuck, but they're sitting on their own gold. You know, I mean, we are rich with this emotional experience and this emotional landscape. And we don't even realize that, we are the ones that are holding the the treasure for this to transform. And so I call it alchemy because um, I, I, we are all alchemists and we all have this ability to create magic with what we have. Yes. I love, I, like I said, this, this is my medicine right now, learning the voice. I've been having jaw locks and sore throats for like weeks now. Mm. And I guess one of my questions is, and I know a lot of people can relate to this. How do you tap into the voice if you don't know what you want to say? I think that's where I get stuck. It's like, okay, I have something to say. My body is sending me all these signs, these clues. And yet I don't feel unexpressed, you know, it's unconscious, you know, how do we dig into those places and understand what we're wanting to say? That's a really good question. You know, there's, well, there's a couple of different angles. My, my goal is, would really be to simplify the process because partially when we're having emotional 
overwhelm or maybe anxiety about getting in touch with those with what the emotions are in the first place is to bring the word intuition into the game um, because what we do is we often when we're trying to get at you know what's underneath the surface for us like what's really going on with my emotions we sort of ping pong back and forth between our emotion or our emotional state and our mental state and what intuition does is it it's it's really like the container for both of those states right so you can create any story you want with your mind you can feel anything you want with your emotions but when you kind of step back and enlarge yourself to come at the 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 questioning, the inquiry, really from a state of intuition, then you're looking at it more objectively, more from the stance of already being in alignment with your truth. And also what's interesting about intuition is you feel held. And part of the reason why we don't want to access, why we're in resistance, right, to figuring out like what is going on for me is because there's a deep... uh, what is it's you know it's almost inarticulable this this energy pool to feel held to feel like it's safe to be vulnerable to feel like life has our back and people have our back and we can be raw and it's okay and it takes some practice to learn how to be that container for yourself even if you've had you know loads of personal growth and development and and so coming at it from an intuitive place is is one of the keys to to shifting that and getting at what it really is that is going on for you I love that I I really appreciate what you just highlighted because it feels like the key to my unlocking my voice in this moment is that safety what I'll call safety the ability to be vulnerable with your rawness and your truth and it requires us all to create those safe containers of our lives so that our friends and the people that surround us can really be safe to express with. And, you know, I'll just say for me, I knew as soon as you said that I knew immediately what, why I wasn't speaking my truth right now. And it, it's related to my housing situation and not feeling safe speaking to a roommate. And I'm just really holding in a lot around that And, you know, these interpersonal dynamics can be so, so much more complex than our own, you know, working through our own situations um, sometimes as well. Do you have any insights around that? Well, yeah, I mean, yes, and I agree completely, completely with that. It's interesting, though, um, what I find is whatever it is, I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's true. Whatever it is that we're seeking to experience with somebody else is really what we're looking for from ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so when you can, um, and so much of this is also about creating boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. So getting really clear on what it is that you want, allowing yourself to hear yourself, and then asking what boundary needs to be created here. Mm -hmm. What needs to actually be expressed And how can I express it in a way that, you know, um, celebrates my truth, like really acknowledges my truth here, while also makes it safe for the other person to receive the information? You know, Mm -hmm. what is the outcome that I want to experience here? And what's the energy feel? 
like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you imagine sitting down and talking with that person, there's this energy field that you're stepping into. And both of you may come to it with a certain level of resistance. But if you come at it a little less from the, the words and the language, because that can, of course, evoke to all sorts of emotions and stories and what does it mean and what's going to happen from here. And it may require us to change in a way that we're not quite yet comfortable to do so. But if you look at it again, like my reference point is always the, the energy and the intuition landscape. So what is the kind of energy that I want to experience in this moment with this person? And as you think of that energy feel, you can start to embody it. And it's different than the emotional landscape. It's different than the mental landscape. So the energy field that we exist within, um, when you can come at it from more of a place of clarity, then the words that need to be spoken and the emotions that need to be clear, they, they, they naturally do. And, and that doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable. Because sometimes it is, and sometimes your voice shakes, and sometimes you got to clear your throat, and sometimes you cry. Mm -hmm. But if you come at it from the place of the energy and the intuition lens, there's something within you that automatically relaxes and releases. And I would say, you know, in my experience, it's like a presence, right? It's, it's bringing your whole presence to the situation, like your whole embodied beingness, uh, or something like that, is sort of what I'm feeling when you're t- when you're saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can absolutely be related to that. That is so much a part of it. Is your presence? Because when you when you are present with whatever is in front of you, then all of the projections that you have they drop, mm-hmm. and they're just not in the space anymore. Because so much of the time, we're just reacting to whatever we're projecting into the energy field around us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In my particular scenario, what I'm seeing, and this, I'm just sharing this because I feel like listeners can probably understand this, is I see now as you're speaking, you're just opening something in me. And this is what happens with psychics, intuitives, and people who are attuned to the energy, just sitting with you, just talking with you usually starts opening awarenesses. And that's part of the magic of, of being witnessed or working with other people. And uh, so I acknowledge you for, for opening this in me, but I'm just, (laughs) yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Well, you know, that's true, right? That's what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, and what you just shared is that you're illustrating you're, you're giving a, a perfect example of, of what I was just talking about. And so, like, my intention when I come to these types of conversations or when I'm in a session with a client, there's a certain energy that I'm allowing to run through me and project into the space. And so, so this, you know, it's energy doesn't have any um, boundaries, right? There's no physical boundaries around it. So you can feel that energy from... Um, how I'm expressing myself, even though we're halfway around the world from each other. And what we do as a, you know, just as a species is we, we match. Mm-hmm. And so you just matched and you got in tune with your in, intuition, your truth in the situation. And um, 
really glad to hear that. Yeah. So let me tell you what came up. It was just what I was able to tune into was how much I was trying to talk myself into something. And there's a, such a different energy of talking yourself into something. It's like a very mind mental, mental, uh, plan than really being with how I feel and what's real, what's real to me in this scenario. And, um, the truth is, is I've been trying to talk myself into this, that I like that, that I, I live in the most amazing place and I love my home and I love a lot of things about it, but there's something about it that doesn't feel right. And I've been having this warring conversation with what really I feel and what my mind is like, well, this is, this is like the most amazing place. And love, you know, like just that conversation. And I'm just seeing now that it's not, it, you know, it's creating all this conflict and all this stagnation in my throat and ability to move forward. So that's what came up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So out of that, are you aware of what you want now? Yeah, I do. I feel like I know what I want and I just haven't given myself real permission to uh, claim it. And that's that I want to live by myself. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this as a self revealing thing here, but you know, more, more or less, because this is a great example of what we, we all do. um, Yes. All the time. Yes. Yes. So when, yeah, well, and and when we unlock our voice, so what is your process? I, I love to hear different people's process. So what is your process for moving people into claiming their voice and into speaking their truth? It's a good question. So, you know, so much of what I do is, is, you know, uh, more in response to whatever, wherever the energy is at, at the moment, like it, it can change from person to person. So in some ways it's a little less process, like of a process than being more in the moment with whatever's emerging. Mm-hmm. That being said, there's, you know, this whole toolbox of, of what could fall under the umbrella of emotional alchemy. And one of my favorites is what I want to share with you. So it's called See It, Say It, Claim It. Hmm. Okay. And, and so what, um, you know, as you've experienced, when something goes unspoken, it causes all sorts of, you know, like chaotic kind of conflicting emotions to come up in us. It can cause physical expressions like of imbalance, like the the tension in your throat, all these different maybe um, polarized stories about the experience. And um, to to really move into the realm of like allowing yourself to to speak what it is that is underneath the surface for you is first you want to see it. I mean, in all its glory, as real as you can get, like what is it? What's the, what's the ugly thing that you don't want to admit? What is the thing that's unspoken here? Like see it for yourself as if there's no repercussions that you have complete freedom and the space to just say, you know, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. I don't want this in my life. And so what, because what happens is when we don't allow ourselves to see it, we go on repeat we get, we're like, I just feel stuck. I just feel stuck. And it's like this broken record. And we don't allow ourselves to, to go deeper beneath the surface. So if you allow yourself to actually see what's unspoken, 
that's kind of like the first step. Well, like, that's what I want to say. Yeah, well, oh, that's, I was just going to say that's kind of what I just did was I allowed myself to see like, uh, I'm busting myself on this story that I've been spinning over and over again. And this is such a great place. This is such a beautiful space. And I'm, and, and I just allowing myself to see, see that right now. And that is, that is a crucial first step. Yes, yes, it is. Because what it does is it takes you to that next level where you can actually speak it, um, where you can say it. And so as you experienced earlier in the conversation, we were talking about like the intuition and energy and really approaching the emotions from from the intuitive and energy landscape and how that creates this more objective assessment of what's going on versus any mental or emotional reactions. And it was that, that kind of energy that helped you to see in the first place. You could, Mm. you you were available to, to see this wider lens of what was going on and let it be okay. Because we all, all of us, no matter how into intuition and energy we are or not, it, the space, the energy of it still exists. You know what I mean? Like, we all have an intuitive channel, whether you use it or not. It's mm-hmm. like life force. You can't get away from it. Like it's always an effect. And so when you let yourself be in this bigger field of energy and intuition, we automatically feel safe and feel held by this bigger energy. And so in that, we can see our truth. So that's kind of like step one is like get to see what's unspoken by being in that intuitive and energy landscape. And then the next step in that uh, process is to, to say it. And the, the key with really saying your truth is you want to focus on um, not the repetitive story. You want to focus on your truth. And sometimes it takes a practice like asking the question of what do I really need to say here? If I could say anything, what would it be? You know, and and like based on what I've seen, what is the truth that's wanting to emerge here? And so as you start to peel away and, and kind of let this come up in you, then you pair that with the outcome that you want. So it's what you're aiming toward. So instead of just saying, I'm stuck, I don't know, I'm stuck, like the three most disabling words anybody can say are, I don't know. Mm. Um, Because it's just, it's simply not, it's simply not true. You're just basically lying to yourself Mm. (laughs) to keep yourself stuck, Mm. you know? So, um, So if you, you uncover what this truth is by allowing it to merge, by having it in this context of, this intuitive and energy landscape, then you can take that and um, pair it with where you're headed. You know, now that I can see this truth of really wanting to just live on my own. Yes, I love this space. Yes, it's been good in so many ways. Yes, I have internal conflict about even speaking up about this. But my truth, my truth is that I want to live on my own. That's mm-hmm. my truth. Mm-hmm. And when you state your truth, what automatically follows that is your commitment. Mm-hmm. Because you, 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 
it, it's just sort of a, a natural extension of acknowledging your truth. The commitment automatically follows. Now, whether you choose to embrace the commitment and take action that's in alignment with the commitment, that's another story. When you don't, you end up creating a lot more emotional conflict for yourself. But when you do, then you're like, oh, it's like that deep breath. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. <sighs> I can feel I can actually feel it in my body right now as you're talking. And it's like my hips. It feels like my breath is going down into my hips. Oh, like nice. I able to get all the way down, you know, there's some holding, there's some like bracing or some holding that we, you know, that we, I think really unconsciously do when we're not being in alignment with our truth. Absolutely. And where you're holding it would be, would make total sense to me since it's, you know, first chakra area around Mm -hmm. safety, security. Do I have a roof over my head? Mm -hmm. So that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yes. Good. I'm glad your hips are breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Yay. You didn't know you were going to sign up for a healing on this, um, this conversation. (laughs) Well, I, I'm just learning that being part of the process, being totally authentic and open is a much higher service than coming into a conversation from a mental level and trying to extract information from you. We both get to be our full selves on the show and that's creating an authentic energy field for those who are listening to opt into being their whole selves. So that's the template we're creating, right? Yes, 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 yes. Can I, can I add one more piece before we move on to the next question? Just to kind of bring closure to the, the see it, say it, claim it is, is that last piece, which you already touched upon. And that's, that's claiming your truth. And what that claim is about is your, is your commitment, you know, is your willingness to be ready to take whatever action is needed, needed so you can be alignment in, with your truth. It's allowing the experience that you want to have to enter into your field, to enter into your reality. Because as you see it and as you say it, when you claim it, you're saying, okay, yes, not only do I see that I want to live on my own, not only am I going to take this action of stating that I do, I'm going to claim it by really allowing myself to commit to it and take the action necessary. And claiming it is so much about trust. Hmm. It's about trusting that there's always going to be another opportunity for you is always going to be another lover, another home, another work opportunity mm-hmm. that life has your back and that you as an individual are regenerative, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, and so to trust in that process really allows this, this level of relaxing to take place within you um, and in doing that, you're creating a new model with which to uh, work with the energy of emotion. Absolutely. And that's, you're totally right. And we start, we started the process to be able to see it starts with safety and safe containers and to be able to claim it, we have, we are, we are in trust, you know, and those are some really foundational 
landscapes that we get to create to allow ourselves to feel emotionally healthy and expressed, right? Yes, yes. So I want to back up a little because I feel like we jumped right into your method and we bypassed what a phenomenal human being you are. (laughs) Yeah. And I just honor you like you are a psychic and you claim that. And I love that because it's, it has very, it can have some very negative connotations in our culture, but I love it. It's provocative and it's true. And so I honor you for claiming that. And I'd love to hear the, how you knew you were a psychic and how it's been to be a psychic in the world. Oh, what a rich question. Well, thank you for the acknowledgement. And yes, I, um, I totally get that. I mean, honestly, it's t- probably taken me well, it's a process, you know, it's like we unlayer and we get more comfortable and more comfortable with just showing up as who we are in the world. And, um, you know, piece by piece, I, I just, I really wanted to allow myself as a human being to just breathe. And I found that um, the more I denied this, this really like, core foundational I mean it's who I am in the world it's how I operate and um the more I denied it the more I just things didn't work they just Mm -hmm. like things did not work in my life when I would just pretend I'm just a coach you know so like for I've been coaching for 15 years um and I always had my like my psychic as a um, side business, right? It was just, it was more like referral, word of mouth. I didn't mm-hmm. have, sometimes I'd create a website and then I'd get freaked out and I'd take mm-hmm. that down. Interesting. And, and always, <laughs> always, as long as I can remember, my um, psychic business was always the fullest. My coaching was sort of hit and miss. Um, sometimes it would be great, sometimes not so much, but the psychic business, always full. And it was, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'm like, I don't even know how these people found me <laughs> to begin with. And so mm-hmm. um, no matter, even when I wanted to hide and I did, um, I couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that light within you of whatever it is that your gift is, it's going to shine mm-hmm. no matter how much my ego is trying to, you know, like throw on all the winter clothes on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that light <laughs> yes. is, it's like it's brighter than than anything that I, as an ego or as a human being, could do to to squelch it. So, um, it was honestly probably in the last year that I fully. I mean, dude, I've been doing this for like <laughs> it's just crazy because I've been doing this for nearly twenty years, <laughs> and it was really until this last year that I decided to just drop all other facade and say yes to showing up in this way. And it's, it's been phenomenal. So um, to answer your question, just briefly how I found out I was psychic is I, well, you know, I've always been a very good read of people. I just figured everybody was a good read of people. I didn't really think much of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I just sort of set it aside, but my read of people was, like really detailed, like, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. I could 
me what somebody was thinking. I could tell when they were lying and what they were what they were actually saying behind what they were saying. I could see what their potential looked like. So, so as a psychic, kind of going off track, but as a psychic, my specialty within that realm is I see people's potential. So there's all sorts of different psychics. You could be a medical and psychic where you're looking at the health of the person. You could be the dead person psychic where you're talking to the, all the ancestors. Um, you could be the murder mystery solver psychic. I mean, there's many different types of psychics within this, this field. And so my specialty within that is when I look at somebody from that psychic lens, I actually see them at their best as in mm. it's their potential realized and it shows up as a visual overlay over who they are right in that moment. So it's, it's um, you know, is always kind of like maybe surprising or like a, you know, a relief to them when they get that mirrored back to them. So when I'm looking at, at, at this potential that's sitting in front of me, and then they're speaking about ways in which they feel stuck, I can see what it is that they're actually stuck on and what are the specific to them steps to turn it around. So it, it's really like a perfect combination with a coach because, you know, coaching is all about uh, well, one of the big parts of coaching is about giving structure and helping really ground those big picture ideas that you have about your life. And so they blend really nice together. I never answered your question. How I found out I was psychic is I, I went to a psychic fair. I was very skeptical of psychics. I thought it was weird, um, but I just felt drawn to go to this fair. So I did. And I went to four different psychics who were completely far apart from each other because I, I basically, I wanted to validate that this was false, that you cannot be a psychic. It's all a scam, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I went to these four different psychics and they each said the same exact thing to me, like all of them. They all said the same thing. And one of the things that they said was you're a psychic and you would feel a lot better if you just owned it. Wow. <laughs> the psychics busted you on being a psychic. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's a great story. That is yeah. a great story. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, from that point, it just, it, it snowballed. It's like, even when I didn't anticipate sharing, it would somehow come up in conversation or my significant other would out me at a party and then next thing I know five people wanted to get a reading with me or you know it's it's one of those things it's like no matter what your profession if you're a psychic or your coach or whatever it is that you do people get your vibe like if mm -hmm. they resonate with you and they get that you're in integrity with what it is that you're offering in the world and they feel drawn to that it just it happens that's just how energy works and so it's been my journey and, well, in the last year, much more of a pleasurable journey than anything to just watch how that energy works with being more out and proud and owning that, um, you know, this, this gift. And I think, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, I know the reason, but for whatever reason that I have this gift, like, it's my duty and my blessed responsibility to share it. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, it's basically like a bit of a slap 
to the spirit world, you know, to God or universe or whatever you want to call it. And so I really began trusting that I am how I am for a reason. Mm. And as I did, it just, it helped me settle into the cells of my body in a much nicer way. And it really started to draw people to me and clients to me that I thought, yes, you, like like this conversation makes sense. This relationship makes sense. You know, you go out in the world and you kind of talk to people and you're afterwards, you might go, oh God, that was really uncomfortable and like a waste of my last hour. Like I really did not enjoy talking to that person. And so I'm finding that the more clear I am and the more I authentically represent myself in the world, that happens less and less. And um, so it's been really um, a powerful coming out for me. Wow. And I think that is a powerful coming out. And I, as you share that story, I feel my own in my own body permission to come out, you know, that, that as we each come out, we each give each other permission to be our full selves. And that's the beauty of that ripple effect of taking that stand. Yes. Yes. And I I really believe like wholeheartedly that that's what we're being asked of right Mm -hmm. now. Like Mm -hmm. we are all being asked to step up and to step out. Like no more head games, no more, you know, like kind of chasing our own tails and, and, you know, that's why I was so pleased to, to be able to talk with you about emotional alchemy because, you know, so many of us, and even those of us who um, have done a lot of personal work and feel really connected spiritually, we can still just spin out in the emotional realm or like be stuck in our stories. And it's like, it's not time for that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. there's, 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 there's a bigger bigger issues to address you know there's bigger things to be a part of right I know I know absolutely let's get out of our let's get out of our own heads with this and do the work we came here to do I mean really yes there's a call to action happening and I see a lot of people popping right now doing what exactly what you're saying it's just like okay I'm done with the masks and the all of it and it's time to claim who I am and I uh and it's it's really cool to hear your whole story. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for letting me share it. I wanna I wanna hear a little bit more because you put a free gift together called Emotional Alchemy that you're offering to listeners, and it's so valuable. I really appreciate um, these offerings. People are just so generously giving um, because it it will take you deeper in the places that I would love to go on the podcast, but this will take you into your own work. So I'll let you kind of explain what that is and how people can find it. As a psychic, what I see is um, as people speak, they're actually creating energy as they speak and, and they don't realize it because it's invisible to them. But to me, it shows up as a visual. So mm-hmm. I can see what people are speaking into life via the words that they choose. And so we often undermine what we say that we want in the world based on how we're languaging things. And so what that does is it can create a lot of emotional conflict for us and we don't even realize why that's happening. So getting more connection with um, your emotions, 
the energy landscape and how to use language to really turn that around to your advantage. I, I love it. I, I would like to try out the course too um, myself. So I will, I'll be checking that out. As you can see, the, my voice is my, is my crucible at the moment. So all of the voice stuff is calling to me. So thank you for creating that. I, I think our voice, as you mentioned, is a place of projecting into the world. It's, it's how we get to share our energy with the world and our voice really matters. And being in alignment with our truth and is, is a really powerful piece in this day and age. So um, we all get to master that right now, I think. Yes, yes. Wow, well, this is a really powerful conversation, Vanessa. Um, it was such a interesting connection how we even met and you're over in the Netherlands. It's, it's amazing how we are all interconnected these days and we get just get to find our people in the world through sometimes miraculous and interesting ways. So I'm, I'm really glad we connected. Yes. Thank you. Me too. I love how that works. Mm-hmm. It is. It's beautiful. And your website is vanessasmith.com. It is not. I wish I could have grabbed that link. No, no. Um, I tried. I tried. It's vasmith.com. So A as in Vanessa, A as in Apple, and then Smith. Okay. And then vasmith.com. Right. vasmith.com backslash free for the free gift. Correct. Hello, this is Ayla. Thanks for tuning in. So I have my own healing process that I've developed over the seven years I was working as an emotional healing professional and then personally I use still to this day and I work with clients all the time to move through their own blocks to their creation process but this process is something that's actually very valuable and effective on its own. So in this Emotional Planet series I've actually offered you lots of resources because different modalities resonate with each of us differently and at different times. But I really did want to share you my own with you my own process in the form of a course. So the online course is on my website. And in addition to the course, you get a free um, mentorship session with me to just go over the process and make sure that it's landing for you. So there's some one-on-one support and the course itself to teach you the technique. And this technique you can use over and over and over again every time something comes up. It really is the basic tool I use all the time. You can find it on my website, www.daughterofcreation.com backslash healing.